Oh, I love Audacity. It works like a charm. Heck yeah. Free so, download, whatever. Yeah, and like, I'm, I've recorded every one of my albums on it. So. That's awesome. That's what I used to do. Yeah, so it's it just works. Yeah. Like, but uh, hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Hyrith and Other Words podcast. I am your host, Timothy Mangle, and with me is, I forgot... What you what what would you want your last name? It's Tori in my head. It's, Sorry. No, it's Tori. Oh my goodness. Tori Carell. Tori Carell. Yeah. Okay. Because I wasn't sure if you'd like. Because you. I was rocking Tori Lynn on Facebook right. for a while. Lynn's my middle name, and I only had my like last name gone because I worked with kids. Right. So and because I had this thing because I call Anthony Anthony and everyone else calls him Tony and mm-hmm. the reason I call him Anthony, Anthony is because it's Facebook. <laughs> so I'm like, this is just that's Anthony, mm-hmm. but because I'm like, that's what he wants. That's what he put it as. So it's, anyways, Anthony. Shout out to Anthony <laughs> hey, of man. Truth Behind Illusion. Truth Behind Illusion. Yeah. Wow. He's come up all over the place. <laughs> so normally we do like some sort of topic or something like that. I usually like pitch the people like, hey, let's have this kind of trajectory. Um, just to, for whatever reason, I do that. But this is the uh, first time that Tori and I have had a conversation, I think just in general. Ever. Um, I was always just with other people, and I was just like, I am Tori. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I said, hi, I'm Tim. And then we're like, why wow. are we talking like what? this? What <laughs> I is don't this? know, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, and, and Tori and I, I think, are very similar insofar as we're very spiritually curious people spirit very spiritual people just mm-hmm. in so far as being spiritual um yeah so we figured we would just kind of just have a conversation and see where it went but now i'm like oh, i should have a good old opening question but is this like a family thing or have you been are you um, how were you brought into it well i was brought up very open lutheran because I um, did the whole thing where, you know, I went to church, went to Sunday school, got confirmed and all that kind of stuff. Because my parents really wanted that idea of, like, that church in there. And plus, like, they had a really, really nice church with a really nice pastor and everything. Um, but also at the same time, since I was very, very young, my mom always had tarot cards out, always talking about the mathematics of the universe, hmm. always talking about that kind of stuff. And then my dad just going, your mom's a really smart lady. I don't really know what it's about, but like, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. So it was like growing up there. And I just always tell people that I had a very blessed, magical childhood. Because hmm. we lived, a, like, we had a whole acre in Friedensburg where it's just mm-hmm. all country land. Mm-hmm. And it would just be me just running around being feral, like, <laughs> playing with the trees and making potions out of dirt and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my mom just going, like, yeah, do it. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's magic. But if, if you want it to be magic, it's magic. Right, yeah. So um, it was a lot of, because I was also a child that just kind of liked being by myself. And I don't know if that's just the, the only child thing. Mm-hmm. But I liked that idea of just being by myself and thinking of all like these imaginative things. So you were things. an only child? Yeah. So, oh, man. We're, you're just like, you're telling my life story back to me at my, in yeah. the moment. Minus <laughs> my, my parents got divorced. But besides that, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I was raised in Auburn on a little farm. Mm-hmm. My mother took me to a, a, a Episcopal church, which is like liberal Catholicism yeah. you know yep. I, I love Episcopals because they're just like yeah fuck it whatever <laughs> um, and it's just yeah it's great and uh, and then um, but she was also a tarot card reader mm-hmm. so yeah and wow yeah and I was an Crazy. only child as well yeah. so wow I wonder if that's just a concoction for I don't like yeah okay so anyways to keep keep it going mm-hmm. did you was there 
So is it just always been one of those things that like you've just had from like I feel like I might have cut you off or something. No, but you're is fine. Um, but I mean, then as I got older, I mean, once I hit like maybe 12, like once I was finally like confirmed and I like did the whole shebang, I remember like my parents were like, come on, what Sunday we got to go to church. And me like literally being 12 years old, laying in bed, like yelling out into like the like, I have a better relationship with God than any of those old people sitting in there. And my dad was just like, well. you don't have to go to church anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then as I got older, realizing the... Um, the uh, spiritual lineage on my mom's side, which is the Pennsylvania Dutch faith healers, mm. and just realizing that that there we were before we started the podcast, we talked about like the blood family lineage, and mm-hmm. then like the spiritual soul journey, and mm-hmm. how they're different. But like that also, like with my soul journey, it's like the soul knows it's like this is what she's going to be going through. Put her into this body with this family and this lineage that has this female like very strong. Well, it's not even just female, but it's on my side of the family it's just the females that have it mm-hmm. but i mean everybody has it who am i kidding right but well um, it's i think it's just a lot easier just like you know we can get into chakras and all that stuff but oh like, yeah let's do it because like even like all of those are tr- like more feminine you know the ones that would like the spiritual drive is a is a in I believe it's feminine in nature to, mm-hmm. to some degree. Yeah, um, the feminine, the feminine, and when we when we say for those that don't know, when we say feminine and masculine, it does not have to do with gender, mm-hmm. man or female. Um, it has to do with, it. and we each each of us have our own um, symbiotic male and f- and f- masculine and feminine energies, and it's just they're just energetic traits. They have nothing to do with genders or right. what what you're born with or or whatever. Because I'm I'm incredibly spiritual and I'm a identifying male you know and yeah and I'm, so it's it's it has nothing like you're saying it's just because i've had this conversation with my girlfriend i remember it was like one of the first conversations we had about like you know it's not it's it's about you those two things will always find each other mm-hmm. because they're opposites you yeah. know and and that's that's in a relationship any relationship that's gonna come out oh, like yeah. even if it's just two people like there will be someone who like just whatever it is the chemicals in your brain the natural way that we respond to things there's people that like well like the whole idea of duality and balance is the nature of natural law of the universe right you know it's like it's not saying that two feminine derived people or people that lean more on the feminine energy can't come together mm-hmm. I mean it is what it is like you're gonna do whatever but mm-hmm. it's just the idea of it's like it's the mathematics of it and the right. science of it and like the energetic um uh, magnetics, mm-hmm. the pull of it. It's like mm-hmm. the positive and the negative. It, it, mm-hmm. it always just comes together. It's science. Yeah, and I love that, man. Because there's sometimes when I'm when things are aligned well that I can really feel that and I can see it like around me of like even just like the way I pick up a cup or like cuddle up into my girlfriend or whatever. And I'm like, this feels like there's a magnetic yeah. draw of like, of course I would do it in such a way, and I'm submitting the energy to it. Mm-hmm. I forget who said it. I think it was either Tesla or Einstein had this oh, quote. Oh, I love both of them. Well, yeah. I mean, oh they my were. God. I mean, how can you not? And yeah. but I don't understand them. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, you know, I understood both those guys. And I'm just like, they figured out. I don't even think Tesla understood Tesla. <laughs> no, I mean, because <laughs> I was trying to read something, and I'm like, I can't even like these words don't mean anything to me. You know, after a certain point, I'm just like, this isn't. You're not. You're not speaking the same language because there's you know because words are supposed they're. There's symbols to other things. And if you don't know what it's pointing to and like and there's like three of those in a row, you're just like, shit, like how can I constant like how can right. I have any chance? But anyways, he, it said something I'll, the quote of 
either of those gentlemen was something along the lines of how the entire universe is made up of energy and magnetism mm -hmm. and just like it's like once you learn the relationship between those two things you figure out everything yeah and it's it's the it, you know it's 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 the energy that you put forth but also the things that are drawing you to where you're going and the relationship between those things and it's it's just so fascinating yeah how and like it, it always leads me to a place of like adoration and praise as it should because it's like man the universe is put together so well mm -hmm. so well you know even like let's say there is no god or like and like anything it's just like you just have to look at your reality and just being like it's so it did such a good job it's incredible right? yeah and like just how like things sync up and like you're like it's attainable magic yeah and it's it's and you know people people don't i think people struggle with the word magic because it sounds like pulling a rabbit out of yeah, a hat or something one of the things i have on the list like what magic really means right <laughs> and I th well, what, what would you say magic really means um well at its core and now it because it's it's come such a long way and now people see magic and they're just kind of like superhero movies pulling a rabbit out of the hat that doesn't exist kids only do that mm -hmm. but um magic the term at its core is really just understanding the mathematics of not only the universe but how you operate being able to harness it and changing your reality right because i think and i think that's a beautiful definition Thank because you. i think a lot of people usually interpret that as like you like how you said it um but also okay so it's not a super it's not in by definition, it's not supernatural, right? Like, it's no. just understanding it's nature very well. Of, yeah. And I think it's more of a societal definition mm -hmm. of this is supernatural because somehow you figured out A plus B equals C, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. like. And I was talking to my, my dad, of all people, about this. And my dad isn't a very, like, innately spiritual person. You know, he, I was, like, probably very similar to your father. Mm -hmm. uh, if we're going off of how similar Let's things. Let's bring him in, Dad. Yeah, Dad number one, answer these questions. <laughs> Could you imagine? What is the name of the pre-existing force that em the, em the universe has emanated out of? Uh, Our go. dads just show it up, show us up. They're just yeah. like reciting all sorts of like yeah, Kabbalah secrets. <laughs> just like oh, don't even. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, I, I just have to tell this because it feels like it's. Uh, there's it. this one comic Dude. that I really like reading, and there's this panel on it where this it's an incredibly intelligent person talking to like just a dumb person, and he says a formula into his head and his head explodes because it's such a incredible formula that your brain needed to be able to withstand the capacity of it to hold. Mm -hmm. And I always appreciated that because I was like, man, I bet that that's true to some degree that there are things that are so, you know, again, magical or just transcendent that are, that's why I feel like we can't, Unless, unless you're an enlightened person, you can't maintain that spiritual like high all the time. Like you mm -hmm. have to be able to step back and be like your body is just like I can't mm -hmm. maintain yeah whatever this this thing is yeah. And that goes along again with like the soul's journey. Like I was thinking mm -hmm. about that this morning. I was just like going through like one of the the um, stereotypes that we were gonna like disassemble like 
whatever dissect and everything mm-hmm. was the idea of just like well how come some people are, are more into it and some people aren't and that has to do with that that soul's personal journey like maybe right now you you reincarnated this time to not necessarily look at that but to, to maybe do something to heal something else from these other things and then because it's all the idea of just working up to ascension and enlightenment mm-hmm. so it's that idea of just like maybe you at this time weren't not the not the idea that you can't understand it because we all have the capacity to understand it if we wanted to right but maybe this time around you're meant to be a great father maybe this time around you are meant to build something massive maybe this time around you're supposed to do something more physical than it is spiritual mm-hmm. so being open to it is always good but at the same time if you don't connect to it then 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 don't connect to it and that's okay like you have something else that you need to do right and that's yeah you're absolutely right because it would be it would go against our thesis of the universe to say that people who aren't spiritual need to be spiritual because it's like they're here to do their thing man like and like thank god they're doing it because i'm i can't you know whatever that is in me won't allow me to embody the same energy that they are here to put forth you know like, and that's like my father is an like a master carpenter mm. like he can he can build anything and he does and he builds it quickly with like perfection and everything and then it's me and i look at a block of wood and i go i will hold this for you and yeah. it's like i don't know what to do with it but yeah. here you go there's definitely that drive within me to learn those things and to do because i can do definitely do like them on like the base level and probably low a little bit lower than that mm-hmm. but like it's it's always, I've always been drawn more towards the like poetic side of whatever like our yeah. our skills and our talents are or whatever um and that's you know it's again it's not it's not a it's not a good or a bad thing it's just the it's the just personal thing that I've been on yeah and but I was thinking about this of um oh my goodness what it, uh, Eckhart Tolle Eckhart Tolle <gasps> I love Eckhart Tolle I love I was, him He's so sweet. Yeah. He's, he just sits there and talks like this. Just be in the moment. And consciousness. <laughs> I love and him. That was great. He's so cute. When he, I mean, I don't, I don't, I haven't, again, like, just like, uh, I just know, like, coffee, like, uh, what is that, um, cocktail party conversation about him. Like, I can quote some things or whatever, oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, um, I've never read any of his books, but. Anyways, I, I remember hearing him talking about, like, when he was enlightened or the flip switched or whatever. And he said that he had to, he, he sat on a bench for, like, two days or something like that afterwards. And I'm like, well, yeah, like, because he went from, like, not, not, I guess he was a Buddhist beforehand. Something but there was like this, like, switch in his brain that was so powerful to his body that his body was like, you can't just, you're done for a bit, mm-hmm. you know? And... I I love we were talking about this a little bit off mic and we've been kind of like poking at it around here but I really love the correlation of the body with the spiritual. Oh, absolutely. Because I think because it's 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 so magical and it's so mystical. Oh, you know, yeah. the fact that this thing holds God and mm-hmm. it's like what? Like yeah. what an honor, like what a what how powerful is this thing? Like how mm-hmm. beautiful is this thing that it, it can be able to do that and I, I think there's well also sustain itself and keep itself alive and right. appear itself of it's and it's like everything. I'm naturally breathing you know yeah. I'm t- it's it's fine it heals you know like yeah. and I I just I think that there is a stigma because a peek behind the curtain we were going to talk about spiritual stigmas mm-hmm. and apparently it's just coming up but oh well. um the there's a there's this 
I think there is this thing in spirituality in some places of like transcend the body. I mm-hmm. feel like we're we're stepping out of that era because yoga is becoming more popular and like meditation and all those things are supposed to be bodied our bodied practices. Right. And here and here's the thing because as I learn more and as I do more meditations and as I whatever learn more it's the idea that our bodies itself like we have three different types of bodies. Mm. So it's our physical body and then it's our spiritual body or astral body and then I don't remember the rest of the other one mm-hmm. but it's the idea when people say to transcend the body it's kind of just like oh screw the the physical body whatever right. but it's the idea and if people just kind of take that idea and and kind of just like shift it a little bit and say don't completely get rid of the physical body because you're here for a reason like it's supposed to be here um but tap into the astral body and that's like with astral projection and that goes mm-hmm. along with like transcending dimensions and whatnot which our bodies are set up to do like mm-hmm. we are we're quantum beings like we are spiritual beings i mean it's it's one of those things where it's like with the brain and the body and like the chakra systems and our plane now and how we're getting we're rising from 3d to 5d it's wow here i go sure. yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's the idea of there's institutions that may or may not be set in place to maybe keep us more stagnant so we don't reach that so the idea of just oh forget the the physical body let's just all drink the kool-aid and just go to heaven mm-hmm. where it's like no that's it the physical body and the the transcendent body is in one right so we have to honor both mm-hmm. to keep that symbiosis right and it's like and again like any good spiritual teacher will tell you that you're supposed it's it's supposed to be about here mm-hmm. you know and so like that means be here now right be here now with the power of now mm-hmm. like it's um the kingdom of heaven is among you within mm-hmm. you you know like all these 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 ideas of the spiritual because th- okay so we were talking about this a little bit off mic but there's there's this idea that you know spirituality is usually drawn to people that are have some sort of brokenness right and that's the idea mm-hmm. of like the wounded healer and um of what? Chiron. What's that? Chiron is like the wounded healer. It's an asteroid. And a lot of people oh. like, like it, it goes from, um, it recently came out of um, Aries and is now in Pisces. Or no, it was in Pisces and now it's in Aries. Where in Pisces, it's more of like the meditative thing. So it was just sitting there and it was just planning. And now that Chiron has moved into Aries, now we have things like 2020 where things are like, all right, we've sat on it. We thought about all these issues we have now. Bam, 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 bam. Aries is coming in like the ram and we're just, everything's happening at once. So right. that's, that, that, and that, that is, he is known as the wounded healer. So, hmm. yeah. And I, cause so those things you, so there's this spirituality is meant to some degree to be able to help you heal those aspects of you. Mm-hmm. And so the people that are spiritual, they do have this underlying depression or anxiety because it's the it's the catalyst that that pushes that thing. I, I often think about Jesus as the wounded healer, the the sufferer, the suffering servant of the idea of just of what his his personal life looked like. Because there was no talk about Joseph post his his birth. Mm-hmm. So he's born, and then like just the story is really mute, and then he's an adult, and Joseph is gone. So that means that he he's probably experienced some sort of great loss of a, of a father figure at an early age. Mm-hmm. Um, he had the 
you know, fend for his family. He was the firstborn. So, like, all those things, you know. Yeah. And and even the idea of, like, him having to stop. Because he, you know, he went off to be a, um, what is what are those things? I was going to say a nomad. But just someone who doesn't have an aesthetic. He didn't have money, yeah. you know. So, he he was... He was a he suffered and and like but it was through all that that he learned how to like because you're not going to learn how to love other people until you know what it means to like have to love yourself and like be able to see what true love really is Mm -hmm. and and I think that sorry I cut you off no I've been talking too much no no you're not you're fine (laughs) Um, but it it, that as you're talking like it kind of dawned on me how interesting because it's like how spirituality is attracted or to people that are broken so it it, that because i was just thinking about my own personal experience how it's it's interesting because now that i've kind of i'm kind of like on the up curve of that like depression and whatnot Mm -hmm. where it makes me think now where we were just talking about duality as a natural law of the universe so it's like the worse that you are imagine how like on the opposite spectrum like how much you can attain now and it's the idea of like and that's actually a really healing thing that i just Mm-hmm. I just realized, so thank you for that. But it's thank just you. the idea. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that's actually really interesting. Well, it's it's hope. just like at your yeah, it's it's at the worst of the worst. It's like knowing that like that like the tarot card, the wheel of fortune. Like if it's down here, like it's gonna come back up. Right. So and like of like equal and opposite force. So like that's mm-hmm. actually really interesting. Do you know Carl Jung? I've heard of him. I haven't followed Carl Jung. Carl Jung is amazing. Yeah. Um, He's he's a. I have a book over the, here of his on psychology and alchemy. <gasps> Love that. Yeah, and uh, so he's just he's brilliant, mm-hmm. and he just talks about like Eastern religions, our religions, medieval religions, and like he talks about them all as if he knows them personally, and like he doesn't like this is what the people practice, but he talks about it and writes it as this like this is this is what we do as whatever, and because. He's putting himself in their shoes. Anywho, he has this great... Or those are past lives that he's tapping into. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but he he, uh, he has this quote that says, any tree that ascends to the heavens must have its roots in hell. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Because I think, and again, that there's... I remember I was... I, this used to make me so angry, but when I would see people that would say positive vibes only... I'd be like, man, you're going to be in for a rude awakening when you realize that you can't push away the the naked the the darkness within yourself. Yeah, you got to you, know? you got to you got to honor that like a baby. Mm-hmm. And it's like uh, through my my That's a good way to put it. Yeah, through my struggle, I really learned and it just so happened that um how my life was set up it was um i have a strong background in like working with children and daycare up to like high school but i also have a lot of um background in working with individuals with mental disabilities and so i really learned more about myself with how just being around like the purest of pure souls and how much they just loved me just because they loved me right and so then like it was a very emotional moment when like I remember one day I came home from work when I worked with individuals with mental disabilities that I came back and I was just like crying because I was just like it made it finally made sense to me and then I started all the hate that I and still some of the hate that I have for myself I had stored 
And there are times when then I would literally just hold myself as if I was holding an infant. And I would just kind of like put myself in my own womb and mm-hmm. kind of just be like, you know, I'll be damned if I don't love myself the way I love a baby. Like I right. need, and like that's the, with the issue with the, the earth at this point is there's a huge um, offset of the inner child. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's, a, there's right. a lot of issues like, cause we're all just, I mean, from day zero to day 100, it's, we're all just a bunch of sad kids walking around because shit happened when we were kids and nobody's talking about it. And then there's things that are still happening today on the physical plane regarding kids. And then also just the trauma that just grows from um, pushing down the anger and the trauma that of, of what happened when we were kids. Mm-hmm. So whenever I do meditation, I always like imagine like my inner child in mm-hmm. my solar plexus where the identity is held, mm-hmm. um, like a little bean. And mm-hmm. then I just like radiate it. And then, like, I see the love that it has for itself and me, and I give that love back. So it's it's really healing it to the core. Because if we're not going to be able to heal our physical plane if we don't look in and be like, uh, I was abused when I was a kid. This happened when I was a kid. This person left when I was a kid. But let's just push that away and forget about it, and let's do this. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's not, <laughs> that's how, it not works. how it works. So No, for better or for worse. Yeah, cause, and I think bringing Mr. Young back up again, mm-hmm. um, he has this book called Answer to Job, and I'm sure you're familiar with the, the story of Job. Job. Um, for those of you who aren't, it's the story of, in the in the Jewish part of the Bible, the Old Testament, the, uh, the, the Lord, <laughs> I was going to say the God, the God <laughs> uh, figure in the story, God. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you know, that guy, God. Yeah. He, uh... <laughs> Satan comes up to him and says, look at Job. He's so faithful. I bet that there's something you can do to make him switch. And God, for some reason, is like, yeah, I bet you're right. And um, so I then he sends a bunch I of... Raise you. Yeah, I raise you this. And no, I mean, God's like, I bet he won't. So he goes and he tempts him. And then at, it, it swings into Job's perspective narratively. And then it's just Job talking with his friends about... It's, it's what it is, is a psychological study of like the the society at the time of like how do we end up in this shitty situation is the question and that they're trying to dialogue through these different characters but mr young has this book that's called answer to job and because he proposed the idea that god doesn't really give job an answer at the end of the book there is no real like solid it's just like the dialogue and it's like and that's very jewish and so far as like the discussion is probably more important than the answer right um which is good. That's a good mentality to have, but mm. we don't have to talk about that. Anyways, um, he's he he points to the idea of both the incarnation in Christ and the Book of Revelation as because in Revelation it talks about the the hero or the savior of the nations is going to be a man child mm-hmm. and um, or. A, a child man or however mm-hmm. you would want to like a man child sounds bad because that's the that language has a connotation, re- right but, but, but it's, it's the idea boy. of it's somebody who's grown up without losing that innocence mm-hmm. and but somehow has main learned all the things that come come along with the fall mm-hmm. you know because not like buddha buddha and jesus and other ascended masters because buddha right. is the the figurehead buddha is known as being 
the adult baby. Like mm-hmm. he is the he's he, playful. He's, he's the epitome chubby. of the of the inner child at its best. So mm-hmm. like ascended masters like Jesus. Yeah, you don't really get that. I mean, Jesus. It's more of see. I think Christians were still on our arc for for better or for worse, and like we haven't we haven't because our our story is a cultural thing as well. And not that the Buddhists don't have it, but the Buddhism is such a personal, like, here's your path thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it incorporates everything, but the the Corpus Crispy, Crispy, the Corpus, Corpus Rast Crispies <laughs> of of the of the Christian belief is that you know it's it's this next stage. It's that it's prophesied still, yeah. um, and we're still living subjugated to that because it hasn't happened yet. And mm-hmm. essentially, what they're saying is it's the next step in evolution. Um, for the human species and we're just we're in the muck of that right now but going back to what you said earlier we will fall and we will you know ro- like look how low and how you know um how far we've fallen from grace but that will just yeah. be the degree from which we ascend back to the grace yeah. you know and that w- that's what kind of gives me hope about the whole 2020 mm-hmm. thing too mm-hmm. where it's just like everyone's like look how, how terrible it is and doom and gloom and everything and i don't I'm not one to be a spiritual gaslighter because I understand right. that what people are going through at the time is very real and it hurts and it's now and this and that. But on a personal level, I can pick it up and I can kind of like move my own chess piece and like look like how many like years into the future right. and be like, but if we're this bad now, like once things like uplift and everything, like, mm-hmm. like, wow, like, that's incredible. So, like, that's just yeah. kind of like I don't know if that's just like false like denial. All, uh, no, also. I mean, but is I think you're admitting it, right? So, like, there's something anybody said about that that you're not just saying that oh it, it'll get better, right? But you're saying like, listen, right now sucks, and yeah. like we're in we're in the muck, and yeah. we're in the like trenches, and we're going through it. But like, that doesn't like there is hope, you know? And there's oh, there's, there's no point in denying that, and that's. I've said this before on this podcast is like, I want to speak frankly about things that people are spectacal of, mm-hmm. uh, or skeptical of rather Yeah. of like the idea of that, you know, is hope in like, I heard there's this great quote. Do you know who Richard Rohr is? No, he's a Franciscan friar that just puts beautiful language to, uh, Christianity and Catholicism. Um, just understanding like he's from the Franciscan line. So brother Francis has gotcha. just a, a beautiful, beautiful lineage. Anywho, he has this quote that says, you know, uh, grace is intrinsic to nature. Like, it's not mm-hmm. something that just pops in, right? So, like, yeah. kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier of magic and, like, these su- supernatural things. It's like, no, it's it's only supernatural because we as a society don't understand yeah. that grace is just, like, it's the wind, baby. Like, it's yeah. the rain, like, after a dry season. Like, yeah. it's just it's just grace. And we don't... we. We project our understanding of that and our level of our tolerance onto how the rest of the universe functions, and that's where our frustrations come from yeah. with, like, with whatever, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. But, yeah, these things, they're... And I think a lot of people are realizing that. I think I think wherever... There's a huge... up. There's a huge... Uh, and now this is where, like, the, the science, like, asked, like, metaphysical of me comes, where it's just, like, the consciousness is... is rising mm-hmm. every every day and that's why like there's so much unrest going on right now it's because with the level of our consciousness skyrocketing the earth has to catch up to us because we're going so she's like here we go mm-hmm. because no matter what anybody says like 
earth was created for us we were created for earth we're one so i like when people like say like oh i hate humanity humanity is like a skid mark on like the world and the earth and whatnot it's just like no man like we came from this like this was for us we are for her like humans are we are, humans are incredible. We are beautiful. I love humans. Yep. I love humans so much. And I just, I love the complexity of us and like just being able to find this because when it comes to the universe and <laughs> what, go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm just tearing up because you're absolutely right. Oh, that's so And sweet. it's like, it, what really gets me is because there's, it, it's only self-hatred that people say those things. Yeah. And it's such a common thing, man. Yeah. It's so many friends that say that like. Then I'm like, it's, yeah, I just no. see your pain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I can see the bean in your solar plexus. It's like, let me just, yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, if people only knew, and then that's when like my knowledge, like the conspiracy comes out where it's like the idea of having us at a certain level of self-hatred in order to remain in power. So once we kind of like realize that we don't, need this and we just like look at us and just like look at what we can create look at the the energetic alchemy that we can we can do just within ourselves and like have you ever hugged somebody and felt felt them on a cellular level or if you ever like done something where like if you love playing guitar if you were to sit there and zone out and play guitar and you realize that you are doing that like humans are just so incredible and yep. we are so limitless in what we can do, like purely limitless, like mm-hmm. literally, like yeah. And that's when people are just like, "Oh, humans suck." I'm just like, "No, we don't. We're great. Yeah. Like we're so awesome." Well, it's because you don't know what you are, and you wouldn't you wouldn't be saying that if you truly understood who you were. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and I understand it because I've, I mean, we've all had those times, and like, I, I'm not exempt from it of having those times of great confusion and forgetting. I mean, it's the it's the human predicament, right? Like you said earlier, like we're just born into this amnesia, yep. and it's our it's our it's our dharma. It's the path that we're on right now is to is to forget and to remember, mm-hmm. you know. And there's there's beauty in that because it's isn't it nice to remember that like what like because people do live their life as if there is no hope, as yeah. if there isn't a hope of or you know I was gonna say a chance at redemption. There just is redemption, you know, and that like you were saying that. It, earlier like everything is working towards ascension and enlightenment and oneness Mm -hmm. and like there's no you you can't like and this is one of my favorite bible verses is like no matter where you go i i am i can't leave you it's there's no separate there's you can't go anywhere you know like it's all one man right like we're all from we're all arms of the same energetic source right and it's just it's like and you can't you can't leave reality you know you just can't even when you're sleeping like those dreams whatever like whatever your belief is on that it's still contained within god within being itself and it's like just you're in the ride baby and it's like i understand i understand the struggle of not wanting to be awake and play the game um because it sucks you know like there is Mm -hmm. and i think this is another spiritual stigma is that I'm sure people think that you and I have, and I hope I, mean, I hope I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but I I, ho- I think people believe that people like you and me never have bad days, and we never have bad thoughts, and we never like have because the idea of somebody like them having any sort of positive 
ideal is so far out of what they can attain because they're just like, well, how can you have the same life I do? And you're walking around like with sunshine coming out your ass. Like it, that doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. But like, and it, it's, yeah, it's I, a, it's a choice. It's yeah. a, it's a practice. Right. So it's, I think like that's, that's why those words exist within those traditions is like, this is a spiritual practice because mm-hmm. we need to wake up and like, there's not like my favorite version of me is the me that's, just loves people for the sake of loving people right Mm -hmm. like because that's that's the best version of everybody yeah um but then there's the me that's below that which is the me that knows that i need to love everyone and doesn't but i'm trying to do it and then there's the me below that which is i just don't love everyone you know and that's the struggle between 3d and 5d it's the mm. struggle between our evolution what, what would 5d be well see and now there's i mean when it comes to well it's more of like just evolution Mm-hmm. and what it is and so when you talk about evolution I've, I've done some like thinking about it in the past where it's just like when people think evolution like the evolution theory they see like apes turning into humans or like um, right. algae turning into whatever and it's a physical change but when it comes to our evolution in 2020 2020 vision it's it's 2020 it's the idea of seeing ourselves for who we really are and then seeing that and rising, rising above it. So the evolution that we're experiencing, we're right in the middle of an evolution. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the cross between densities. It's the cross between dimensions. Because right now we're on 3D and 5D is more of a heightened. Like when you're in 5D, it's harder to confuse you. Mm-hmm. It's harder to pull the wool over somebody's eyes. Um, and it's also harder to work through your own issues because you're really going in it and you can like like that's why like just civil unrest is going on because people for so long have seen have been seeing this happen and now they're just it's just now we're doing the right Mm -hmm. thing now we're doing the right thing you can't control us the way you purging itself it's a purge yeah purging purging. and like that's that whole that chiron thing of like we've been sitting on pisces for so long and now that we're in aries like get this shit out Mm. so it's like kicking off 2020 yeah it's a huge mess because it's a huge purging and i always tell people um when it comes to um bringing up like issues from the past is like a purging i always use the um idea of a pool like if you have a pool that's been sitting overnight and there's dirt at the bottom of the pool you can't just let it there you got to get in there and you got to kick it up to the surface so you can get the the thing and get it out Mm -hmm. and that's what's happening right now like years and centuries and i mean like centuries and centuries of all these institutions going on right now that like things are bubbling up to the surface and it has to do this it sucks right now but it has to do this so we can clear it out right and so that the idea of the um that spiritual evolution is being able to see through the veils and the, the hindrances that has has been keeping us kind of blind to what's been going on, mm-hmm. we're able to see. I through do that. like that you went for your third eye instead of your normal. <laughs> <laughs> <I did, laughs> when you say I? even <laughs> keeping us blind, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, this is, dude. I asked some. I'll keep going because that was beautiful. I'm sorry to okay, cut you no, off. But it's that the evolution is the 2020 vision, seeing through all of the the lies and everything that we've been we've been fed and making change with it that's just that's our next step of evolution Mm -hmm. is clearing it out and not being able and looking at our our um representatives or higher or like our um our our churches or whatnot being like that's messed up we're not going to deal with it anymore 
oh, and by the way, this is how we're getting it out. Like, I'm just, like, shoveling, like, shit yeah. out. I'm just, like, that's yeah. our next step of evolution. Right. In my, that's what I think, anyway. I agree with you. I mean, like, and you, and it's not even, like, I think this is why a lot of people are turning to spirituality is because even if you looked at that from a scientific perspective of just, like, yeah, of course, like, for years, like, we've had even just race in our own country has been, like, there's been issues with it forever. Like, of course, we're finally at this, like, tipping point of, like, this needs to get sorted out, you know? And I was I was going to say this earlier, but in my lifetime, I feel like from when I was a young buck to now. A young I've, Timmy. A young Timmy. Um, filled with Jimmy. A Slim Jimmy's. Uh, he was. I w- I'm a vegetarian now, but boy, would I go to town on some Slim Jims. Um, sorry, those beings. But anyways, um, uh, I, I remember being young and just like the idea of not just atheism, but like militant atheism of like, there is no God. You have to accept that. Like, it's right. And I understand where that's coming from because it's pushback of a, a church that says the opposite mm-hmm. or, or the same thing essentially yeah, um, and there i think there was like an atheist movement or everybody has their own kind of atheist oh for coming sure. to coming to uh like r- what is religion what is spirituality type thing so right. I, I was there yeah so. i mean I, and I definitely had my own time as well and i'm not i'm not condemning those things and i understand it perfectly mm-hmm. um and even i obviously it has its place right everything oh, belongs yeah. so but i feel like now we're definitely at this place of like we don't have a good cohesive collective narrative that for us to latch on to to move forward and mm-hmm. i feel like that's that's an issue and i that one that i don't know how to solve because i think christianity is slowly pun intended building its own cross uh on which it'll die um and is it's bleeding out but i don't think it's going anywhere like i think like i think the ideals at its, at its I don't core, think, I don't are they're not going anywhere? No, because they're I, universal. Yeah, I have my my very best friend who is the truest Christian I've ever met in my entire life, Emma Kleckner. Mm-hmm. She is absolutely just the most amazing person I've ever met in my life. She recently had like a moment where it was just kind of like I'm seeing the things like I was bl- I was blind to before. I'm seeing the things like the issues and like the hatred within my own church and within the church and its whole and what does that say about me and blah blah blah. and i was just like hold on hold on hold on yeah i was like just because the institution that you are following is showing its true colors does not mean that the way you're following your scripture in your heart Mm -hmm. is any 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 negativity towards you like, right don't they don't are put that thing ver- in the middle between you and god yeah like, and i yeah i was just like knowing who you are at your purest source if you knew that was going on before you mm-hmm. would have left like it, it i was just like right. you at your core you can't be a bad person you can't be a bad person and i'm not just saying that because i'm saying you physically and spiritually you cannot be a bad person because mm. you are you mm-hmm. so it's just i think a lot of people like see that and they're just kind of like my whole life is a lie and it's like hold yeah. on hold on hold on right because you they identify with that thing and not themselves yeah um and i get but yeah it's just and i think just because of I don't want to say because I can't even say new age because that's too broad of a net to cast, right. you know, because you get like a tarot card readers to like Ram Dass to like all these things. Yeah, and Ram Dass is Hindu, you know, yeah. so it's like it's it, there's just this issue of like we don't have I guess 
I guess it comes down to I'm I'm thinking more of like nationally and like socially, but like obviously everyone individually has their own metaphors and their their mm-hmm. stories that they tell themselves to like those like mythological alchemy that they're doing in their brain, right. you know. Um, but I worry about us as a nation not having a collective one because I don't feel like until we can understand, you know, I'm sure you've seen that meme of like Krish. Uh, was it Krishna or Vishnu? Vishnu, Vishnu, Buddha, and Jesus walking, and they're like, how long until these people realize that we're just projections of their higher selves, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, until we get to that place, it, there's still going to be this animosity between, uh, I was going to say cults, <laughs> uh, <laughs> religions and, like, mythologies that are like, yeah. well, yours doesn't match up with mine, and, my, like, and it's like, well, that doesn't, it doesn't have to match up. I honestly think the remedy for that is really it's just like in order to come together and like maybe this is just for my own practice but you really have to um what's like rescind what is that going in uh recede yeah. you have to really recede into yourself yeah because like there is that fear that maybe we don't have something to grab onto to like come as a whole because there's so many things going on and it's very divided and very like mm-hmm bipartisan bipolar whatever it is but it's it's now the time to really just sit and just really become okay with you because at this point there in my opinion in my my brain there's nothing that we can do on a physical level right now that can bring us together Mm. because there's so many movements going on but it's not working Right. There's so many movements going on, and then a, a huge counter counter movement comes, and it's just like with um, like the Black Lives Matter movement, with politically, with like the the Hollywood and the, like the children trafficking and everything. Like, there's always like somebody that will say you're crazy for believing this, and it's hard to come together like that. And it's always mm-hmm. an us versus them. So, right. which is also set up. But anyway, whatever. But there's nothing physically that I feel we can do. It has to come from in here, and we right. have to reach each other through through our inner uh, wiring systems. Right. And we have to be able to come in, and we have to work on ourselves, or nothing is going to get better because we have to work on ourselves and our collective child. Right. You're absolutely right. Because I mean, I think that's even just look at like how society, like where we're at culturally, like we're being literally forced into isolation and like to. Yeah to like into um contemplation and like introspective um thinking so it's uh, and what a gift by the way i mean i I mean i mean it's terrible and like on like and like i don't want a spiritual gaslight but it's just like but at the same time well because so many people are just realizing how much they hate their job and they're just like screw this i'm gonna like so many people are having that realization of like i can't keep doing this you know or like or they've you know they found some sort of other purpose and meaning purpose and meaning will get any a person through anything oh god yeah yeah like if a person has reason to survive they will and like i think people are assessing their lives right now and trying to find that for and and if people don't see it then they're gonna try to find it yeah um because they need it Mm -hmm. um sorry i cut you off though when you were talking oh i forget what i was gonna say <laughs> so it's, no, no it's totally fine what oh, are we talking about, about being in isolation and um because then i was like well, yeah and so what what i was gonna say was <laughs> that uh because i'm think I, I like to think about like because carl Jung points out like we as a like we use the words that we use for a reason um and like collectively like and 
who knows how far that extends in what direction of like do we know what we're speaking like do we mm-hmm. like when people say like it makes me sick to my stomach it's like well like what's really happening there when you get sick to your stomach or whatever yeah. um or like oh i've just been in the clouds all day it's like well why do you use that metaphor mm-hmm. um he but he i'm thinking about nietzsche in relationship to that because nietzsche was the one who declared god dead and it wasn't a it wasn't a rejoiceful statement as usually that's interpreted as but it was a listen we've christianity killed itself because it it presented this thing that was supposed to be factually true that was never meant to be factually true it was supposed to be metaphysically or spiritually true gotcha. and then collectively because that, that was the story of the west for christianity for the longest time mm-hmm. and that died through i mean obviously it still exists but like the idea that the church runs the west is like that notion no longer really ha- like it, it definitely still has its influences right. but it's not the it's not the dictator it once was mm-hmm. and i think and I, there's this beautiful quote by this band me without you have you ever heard of them no. they're they're brilliant a lot of the lyrics are, are taken like directly from like mystics of old and like mm-hmm. just 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 really great stuff and they have this one song called this is or not not called there's a line in the song where he says uh this is not the first time god has died and i i love it because yeah because i'm just like oh yeah like that's the thing <laughs> like it, yeah. it dies and it's reborn and it's it's just there is no death like right. we were talking about in the coffee shop right like, like it's, there is no death yeah death death is a perspective thing right mm-hmm. like it's just we see it from our egoic self of like i will end one day and that's that's well yeah it's like that's that's gone but yeah, like your, your physical body's gonna return to the earth right but then it's not even it's a returning it's not a it's not an end it's just the no. continuing on to whatever is next um and so i think and that's so then i'm thinking with nietzsche also correlating into this idea of the inner child of like literally having to give birth to the our our spiritual side of ourselves you know like in figuring out what that is and balancing the the masculine and the feminine inside of us all and i do i and i think again like it's the story of christianity is that it's the incarnation it's the fact that god became flesh it's the idea of the holy spirit dwelling in within you it's the idea that you're the temple of god Mm -hmm. it's god is is manifesting itself through us and is and of course that's going to be a painful process you know like birth in and of itself seems absolutely horrendous and yeah well they said there's two most the two most uh traumatic things that happen to a human is birth and death that would make sense yeah well yeah i mean (laughs) because the one you're just like like Like, imagine your entire existence has just been like molded around just your growth and like getting making sure like everything fits around you and then like you have to just squeeze through this thing that's not meant for it like that we come out early because our brain our heads are too damn big yeah so like we're just a useless thing that comes out and it's like you got to get out now or else there's gonna be a problem which is it's it's insane to me when you look at other species because this is what like part of like if you learn to see you can see it of like the hidden like the hidden tell of of the the human species is that we're it's so that knowledge and our heads are so important to our whatever it is that we're here to do that our what evolution has dictated is that it's more important that we get out 
that our heads be as big as they are and we get out early and are very weak and vulnerable for years, which mm-hmm. is terrible evolutionarily. Yeah. And it's like, no, but you have to keep that head that needs head. to be able to get bigger, mm-hmm. you know? And that it's like, man, there's something in here that's so important to whatever it is that evolution dictates that it's that it, this is more important than your like you. Yeah. It's it's insane. Yeah. It's and like it's it's interesting like you like <laughs> and just talking about the head it's just like the first thing you do when you hold the baby it's just like well, watch the head watch the head right yeah but and like and then like you watch like videos of just like regular animals getting birth and it's like a giraffe falls from like th- like <laughs> ten feet and it's just yeah but and, then like, it stands up and, and, it's, like, and it's like ready to go we're ready and like us babies are like wow like yeah. <laughs> everything's about the brain the mind it's the, like, everything here oh my gosh it's I've also heard somewhere of like to not touch a child's head until like to to do like for like soft spots yeah, yeah. because it's or like this like because this is where like the head covering like the yamaka is like all this stuff so there has to be some sort of i have a flat spot right there oh do you <laughs> yeah so maybe that's why i'm so weird <laughs> there's like i guess there's this idea that this is the antenna to whatever yeah. it is of where consciousness comes in it like has something to do with that and so it's it's the crown right the crown chakra right so it's I always picture it as like whatever our th- like that's the spot where it's like here's God doing its thing, here's us, and then there's that overlap is like the the sh- the, the crown chakra. Uh-huh. I mean, obviously that's that's just an, an illustration to no, point right, out what that yeah. is. But uh, there's also interesting when it comes to the head too. Is like I uh, I was reading this one thing where um, the position of prayer is so important because when you bow your head. You also open up a chakra right here that goes right. straight up. So like I always, that's like the little things like that. Just like I'm just like, oh man, like yeah. that's what that's what gets my jollies off. Well, and that's see, see, but here's we've we've talked about this off mic is like those things eventually become bastardized because then you're told like put your head down when you pray and then you're doing it and you're like I don't know why I'm this doing is this stupid right and that's where you come back to it and have to find it on your own and see the beauty of it mm-hmm. and there's also this is what gets my jollies off is like the the you know the ark of the covenant yes so that's this box that Moses and the Israelites built that uh held the presence of God and it had within it the staff of Aaron, the Ten Commandments, and nan- uh, manna from the the wilderness, and um, oh shit, I lost. Oh, the the way that it's built is similar to the back of the the neck between where your spine meets your skull. That and um, what is it? What the it, cherubim. What, that yeah. When they they reach across, that it re- that it looks like the the sides of your uh the the covenant itself is a box that has two cherubims on it and so the box looks like the spine coming up out of the neck and then the uh cherubim is where the skull connects and then that's where god meets because it's the brain it's the nervous system and like all those things meeting together and that's that's why this area is so sensitive and and I mean, you get hit back here and you're fucked, mm-hmm. you know? And that's actually interesting because this coming week on Truth Behind Illusion, plug. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to be talking about Dybbuk boxes. What's that? Dybbuk boxes, it's basically, and I'm just realizing, it's basically the Ark of the Covenant, but it's made for like a Jewish demon. So it's the bastardization of ah. this. A Dybbuk box is literally like the, the, um, the Jewish demon, the Dybbuk whatnot is like in you like it's it's a box that has like in like the two doors like sigils on the front and it's like it literally just like houses like a demon huh 
And so, like, that just, like, that that's seems like, just, like, it's, because everything, like, everything in light has, like, a bastardization of everything, like, in right. dark. So, it's just, like, that's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting to me. And also, because they always depict the Dybbuk as, like, kind of, like, falling over top of, like, a man, like, around the, the head area. Well, is it, sir, what does it look like? Because I would feel like a, that would, it would look, if I had the guess of, like, what the projection of, because mm-hmm. that's, you're projecting the inner, like, the world there of the brain i would assume that it would look something like a gut or something like that it like i mean i i mean there's a lot of uh, depictions of it and whatnot i'm not exactly sure what it looks like but it basically kind of looks like kind of like the grim reaper in a lot mm. of different like and it's just like like a man walking he's just like like heavy and like yeah, it's just hunched. like a demon just like over top of him mm. which is which is interesting talking about the crown and like the head and how important it is and also um well, there's the, a reason, like, even the... the mandula obligata, which is um, where people have have speculated and done things that that's where mind control, like, people mm, are, you're able right. to be, like, mind controlled. So it's all... Right. That's well, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I am very, like, and this is why I'm in alchemy and all those things. It's not, like... It's it's a curiosity of, like, how do the wires work on this thing? Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think sometimes people hear alchemy or whatever and they think that i'm trying to like turn you know hay into gold, into gold. or like <laughs> or like even like something along the occult and i don't i don't know much about the occult mm-hmm. but like it's one of those things of like as long as your intention like there's a, to quote the good book to the pure in heart all things are pure mm-hmm. you know so it's like listen i'm just trying to figure out how the fuck this body works and, <laughs> and like why it works so well and like how it's able to be as as amazing as and like it's not just it's the fact that like your body can house all this it's a it as a power source it self generates it heals it it can allow you to dream like the fact that our body that's another thing is like a like you have our astral self going right and that and i would i wonder if there's well how many let's get let's get crazy about this let's do it let's get crazy how many what's what's 24 divided by three is it eight (sighs) yes Okay, so then, is it? I'm, bad. I'm so bad at math. Uh, no, it can't eight, be. 8, 16, 24. No, it is. It's 8. Woohoo! So, I wonder if there's something to be said about there's, and this, uh, I don't have nothing to back this up. So, this is me just being a spiritual person with some thoughts in my brain. Um, Sorry of my So, it's life. like you have 8 hours. I wonder if each of those is, like, predominant for one aspect of the body. Like, oh, I'm sure. Like, you have the 8 hours for the astral body to, like, do whatever. You have what eight hours to do whatever and then eight hours to do whatever um the problem with that theory is that usually the bulk of the middle of the day is like bookended with like you have a morning of like getting ready for the day and you have a an evening of losing the day so it's Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be eight consecutive hours maybe it's eight hours broken up i don't know again i'm literally just spitballing this theory i would be interested to do like, because um, I'm sure there are studies out there of like how the human body performs at certain times of the day with the sun, and, like the moon, and everything. Mm-hmm. And I would be interested to see what parts of like, like what's this is also has no holding. Where it's just like the liver performs best during this time of the day, right. or like the heart performs at this, and then just making and like being very conscious of that going through life and like basing your entire day right. around okay it's time to heal the liver for an right. hour <laughs> see <laughs> like, the, my i i love that idea but then my brain's like that will be bastardized into like in a generation oh, of like cares? yeah i guess i mean you're right <laughs> so but i guess 
it's you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if you don't hand your kids some sort of spiritual narrative, then they're just they're walking around trying to find one. Yeah. Um, because they need kids, just individuals need stories to tell themselves. Mm-hmm. Even if there is, even the story of there is a God and we have all these spiritual things, that's a story that I tell myself to motivate me through the day. The others, like, every, we have that for everything. That's just how our brains work. So, but then, like, you don't want to, like, pigeonhole them into being like you can only do this and i think that was the the good thing that i'm i'm guessing was the similarities between our parents of like they had like this listen there is this mainline spirituality this is what it looks like church blah 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 blah. but then there's also these fun aspects of it that like it's kind of for the more serious players they get into these things you know because you i think you can't raise your kid solely on mysticism right because they need like some grounding in reality that's true because they're just they're already such mystical creatures that they need it's the explaining of how reality works here that that eventually becomes in doc that that those are the boxes that get built in their heads that that we have to come out of eventually you know Mm. is like oh i thought life was like this i thought it was only my religion i thought it was my only my political party or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and then you realize like oh no and then that's like in your brain something shifting of like no reality is actually bigger and broader than you understand you know and that's like because i think about that a lot because like i know one day that i just i just inherently know that i want kids Mm -hmm. and i know i'm gonna have a big mess of kids i'm gonna raise them to be super feral and super and super magical and shit right and um i always think of i always think about that and i tell my mom i'm just like i'm gonna have like maybe one or two that are like okay cool with like this this mystical stuff and then i know i'm just gonna have like this really stoic like this stoic um uh i can't even think of the word doesn't believe in anything atheist atheist yeah i'm yeah. just gonna have this really stoic serious atheist that just has no respect for me and i, <laughs> I and i can't wait for that because yeah. like that's that's yeah. that's gonna be one of my biggest um uh struggles and also lessons yeah for sure. so it's like it's and it because you're gonna what you're gonna learn is that his perspective on reality is just as beautiful you know even though it yeah. doesn't have all the, the the bells and the whistles of mysticism mm-hmm. and i also do want to say that obviously like you do want to introduce your child to the magic of here right because mm-hmm. like who knows what magic they're like what residual magic is blasted onto them when they're they just they come through oh, and i want to i just want to harness that for as long as they can have it well right i mean that's <laughs> Well, that's that's a whole other topic. Yeah, I know. That, uh, <laughs> what? Yeah, let's we'll save that for your podcast. Yeah, right. Uh, a, a peek behind the curtain. We're working on something for me to come on and talk about human sacrifice, which is I don't want to get into that, but we'll just plug that Heck for now. Yeah, it's gonna be so good. Yeah, I can't wait. I mean, we're we're about an hour, so that's usually where we want to go. Anything you want to say to like wrap it up or bring it home uh no thank you for giving me the opportunity oh, to come in and, and here's here's converse with you here's what i'll say if like because this is i think what i discovered is that a lot of spiritual people just they get a message and they're just like this is what i feel like i have to relay and it's usually like pretty simple of just like like for me it's it's oneness and it's just like listen you need to get this like every, everything is one you're connected with everything I guess my question is, what is that? What's that message that you would like people to know? 
don't have one. All right. Well, then I there. Know. That's that's figure that's it out good for yourself. Too. That's, that's my that's my that's my message. Figure it out for yourself. There you go. I mean, that's the best thing that you can tell a person to do. <laughs> and I, I, I I'm not just saying that because that's what you said, but it's so it's putting your hand to the plow. It's it's kissing the lover and knowing what it tastes like. You know, because I'm I'm not a big fan of like influencing people. Mm-hmm. Like when I help people out spiritually, it's just like my job is to make sure that you don't need me. Right. So it's like because like that's not helping you if I'm if I'm facilitating right. like that um, that congregation aspect where you need right. you need the figurehead or whatnot. So it's just like no 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 the power's in you figure it right. out for yourself. I'm here right. to give you guidelines, but figure it out for yourself. Yeah, and that's the it's beautiful because you discover who you are along the way and mm-hmm. just. It's wonderful. So thank you so much, Tori. Check yeah, out uh, Trees you. Behind Illusion podcast. It's yeah. I'm sure I'll link it somewhere. Yeah. It's with a good buddy who we mentioned at the beginning, Anthony Blackwell. Who's Tony a, Baloney. He's a beautiful, beautiful soul. <laughs> he is incredible. And uh, yeah. So once again, thank you so much, yeah, Tori. Thank you. Uh, and also, you're in the War Times. I yes, should have liked oh, that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Max. Yeah, we're playing tomorrow. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah, well, this, the Grove. I don't know if I'm gonna have this. Well, That's fine. Just, just. Uh, Check out we the have war times. It's a grow. <laughs> yeah, Check out and the, the coffee times. shop. You can go back and watch the live streams. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love I love being in this little community. Oh, I also wanted to say this. I feel like I have so much I can learn from you. So you're definitely gonna Same. be back. Oh, you've there's nothing I can offer you. Oh just, man, just we gonna some, get into aliens <laughs> at some point. I don't see. I my I well, this will be a preview. <laughs> My mom gets real hard pushback for me on aliens. Really? Because, again, I just, it's the word. It's like, we can get into it. There's a little teaser for another time how Timmy feels about aliens. I definitely think, obviously, I, th- I believe they're real. Like, what are they doing here? Do they manipulate our DNA for alternative, like, purposes that unknown to us? Who knows? It's terrifying to think about. I think no, that's, it's not. It's beautiful. <laughs> Anyways. Hare Krishna. God bless. Stay safe out there, everybody. Figure it out for yourself. Figure it. <laughs> figure it out. All right. See you guys.